Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Chavar, let's get started here. Zat Hashem, we're going to go over this halacha. We just started this last night, this halacha about borrowing a fast or exchanging a fast day. So we just started the Shulchan Aruch. Bezat Hashem, we'll just do a quick review and then we'll see what the Mishnah Barah has to say. You know, even though everybody's tired, Hashem, you know, we, we, we do what we need to do. We learn, Vok Hashem, the end of the day. Maybe a little pizza. But, uh, <laughs> or a lot of pizza, depends how much you took. <laughs> Two slices. Two slices. You can make a, 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 a Birkat Amazon with the Mahadrin. It's okay. Let's go. All right. Let's just remember. So we had in Mesechet Ta'anit, and Yudbet Mudbet, two versions of a Machloket, Rav and Shmuel, or two versions of a discussion. In the Maskana, it seemed to be that Rav and Shmuel in the second version said, you're allowed to exchange a fast day. Right? We said, if a person accepted a fast day, and then for some reason he wants to exchange, he's allowed to. We said a story, but the rabbi didn't want to exchange it because it was Tanit Chalom. Remember we said, a fast day for a bad dream, and the only way to get rid of it is to fast on that day. That's what, that was a sugya we had yesterday. Now let's see the Shulchan Aruch again. Bezrat Hashem. And we'll see the Mishnah Brura. Says the Mishnah uh, Shulchan Aruch, Bet. You see Bet? Seif Bet. It's Taf Kuf Samachet Seif Bet. Eliezer, you see? Anoder. You see that? Here. Pass it here. Top of the page. Seif Bet. You see it? Yes. A person who accepts on himself, he pledges to fast 10 days, whichever days he wants. Okay, so let's say, let's just give an example. It's Rosh Hashanah, and this year he wants to fast for tshuva for some reason. So he says, I'm going to fast, no, this is what we're going to, we we're going to go over it. I'm going to fast 10 days this year. One of the days that he picked to fast, he was going to fast on one of them. But then, he needed to eat because of a mitzvah. Or in honor of a great person. Or because he's pained, he's suffering. The Torah says, He's allowed to borrow it and pay it back another day, meaning he could eat today, fast a different day. And this is important. The Shulchan says, why? He didn't establish the specific days in the original acceptance. Right? In the Mincha before this day, he said, I'm going to fast tomorrow. But the original Kabbalah, he said, 10 days that I want. So in such a scenario, he could borrow, he could exchange. But if originally he didn't just say one day, but rather he specifically said, on Mincha, I'm going to fast tomorrow. 
Mikreta That's a designation of a particular fast. The Voto is not allowed to exchange such a day. Says the Rama. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Get a Mishnah Bura Chelak Vav. Mishnah Bura. Where do they keep the Mishnah In the library. Library. Pizza, if you want. Thank you. Let's see the Rama. Let's continue, guys. I eat your chicken. Doctor, it's great to have you back. Let's go ahead. Now certainly, if he actually said Yom Zeh, meaning in a scenario where he said, this day I'm going to fast, when he originally accepted it, for example, where he said at the beginning of his vow, I will fast on a specific day. Or he says, I'll fast every Monday and Thursday of this year. So the Ramah says, that's the same. Or similar cases. In all of these cases, his intent from the beginning of the acceptance, the way he verbalized it, was that he'll fast on a specific day. Since the beginning of his Kabbalah was on a specific day, therefore he would not be allowed to exchange it, says the Ramah. And the Shulchan Aruch also says in such a scenario. Seemingly, even if his mitzta'er, his dvar mitzvah, those excuses no longer would allow him to exchange. Now, we're going to explain why this is momentarily. Okay. okay. The chen continues the Shulchan Aruch. Similarly, im hayat chalom. If he was fasting because of a bad dream, we saw in the Gemara, he can't exchange it. Okay, we said already he can't exchange it. It means to borrow, but it means that he'll eat today and fast tomorrow. And uh, Ramah says, He certainly can't exchange when it comes to public fast. It's a You can't say, I'm not going to keep it. Now we're going to skip this next drama when he talks about a Brit Milah because it's not directly applicable to our Suya. And let's turn the page and look at the next piece in the Rama. So Yeshomrim, let's just look at this. Yeshomrim. Yeshomrim. Top of the page. The top, very top of the page. Yeshomrim. Yes, Omrim, there are those who say, If he was very much pained in his fast, meaning even where he accepted a specific day, we'll see in the Mishnah Baruch, but he's suffering. He's allowed to redeem it with money. So instead of fasting, he could pay his way out. He could pay bail. Or, says Ramah, if there's some other sort of ones of impossible situation. Vinira, but says the Ramah, Again, this would only be where he accepted it in a more generic, general sense, like 10 days this year. But if he accepted it in a more specific way, as we'll see, like this particular day I'm going to fast, there you can't pay your way out, even if there's an onus or some sort of a overwhelming issue. That's what we just li- listed. If he said Mondays and Thursdays of this year, that's a particular acceptance. That's exactly the case the Ramah said. Exactly right. Now let's see the Mishnah Bura. Let's take a look at what he says here. Very important to note. So the both Shulchan Aruch and Ramah are drawing a distinction, a chiluk, between if you accept the fast in a general way at the beginning. 
You originally said 10 days. Now, again, the, the mincha before the day you're fasting, you're going to accept it in mincha. But the original Kabbalah was done in a general way. There you could exchange it for one of those reasons we said. Versus if the original acceptance of the neder was done in a particular way, like the one of the examples Ramah said was, I'm going to fast every Monday, Thursday this year. That's specific in the beginning. That's different, exactly. That would be different. And then, in that case where it's particular, you cannot exchange. You can't swap it. That's not going to work. Okay? This is the distinction we've created. Now let's go through the Mishnah Bura, and I'll tell you that Dirshu brings down a very important logical difference between these two ways of accepting. So let's see now the Mishnah Bura, the Dvar Mitzvah. So we said in the Shulchan Aruch, if he, if he accepted to fast 10, 10 days this year, and then he needed to eat because of Dvar Mitzvah. So why would you have to eat? It's, it's, Mishnah, it's the first Mishnah Bura, Sif Bet, Sif Katan Tet. Ludvar Mitzvah. Eliezer, you have that? Then you got to turn back a page. Back a page, and you should have it there. Ludvar Mitzvah. It's the third wide line on the page. Ludvar Mitzvah. Kigon le Brit Milah. Either it's a Brit Milah. Kigon le Brit Milah. Either it's a Brit Milah. Or Siyum Masechet. Or someone's making a Siyum on a Masechet. Va'afilu hu eno shayach begava. Even if he's not directly connected, in all these cases, the people who are there are allowed to eat. So then you'd be allowed to exchange. This is very important, but the Mishnah Barah says, nonetheless, Even though you're allowed to exchange it in this situation, again, where the original Kabbalah was generally, not specific, and there's a Dvar Mitzvah, you still should fast a little more than you're used to on that day. Kegon Usually you eat breakfast at 10 o'clock in the morning. So eat at 11 o'clock in the morning. So even though you have the ability to exchange, you should still push off breakfast one hour. Seems to be you should, you should still try to push it off a little bit. I hear it's an interesting question. Yeshomrim and others say. Maybe not eat lunch, eat lunch later or something? I could hear, I Even if there's some sort of a simcha mereut, meaning there's a group of people having some sort of a party together and they pressure him, come eat with us. So it's not an Adam Gadol necessarily. Chevro is uh, having a good time, come eat with us. So some say, Mipnei Darke Shalom. Because of the ways of peace, you're allowed to also eat with them. Because the pizza is good. But the Shulchan Aruch says, because of Adam Gadol, it sounds, it's only if a great person pressures him. But for general people, just to break it because somebody's having a party next door, you wouldn't necessarily be allowed to break in this situation. So the Mishnah Baruch says, usually, if you make a neder and you don't keep it, you have to go to a chacham to have a tarat nedarim. Here you don't have to. Right? That's the idea. You accept it to fast, you'll fast the next day. That's okay in this case. But this was dafka where you accept it in a general sense. So we said, B'tchilat neder Meaning to say, originally he said, I'm going to keep 10 days. 
But even though the day before he actually fasted, he had to re-accept it in Mincha, which is what we said you're supposed to do. We passed in like Shmuel, like we had earlier. But that's not the beginning of the neder. But rather it's that uh, six months ago he said I'm going to fast for 10 days and there he did not specify what day it is. Now I want to tell you a footnote here for a minute. What the Mishnah Barah just told us is very important. He says like this. If a person in the beginning of the acceptance said, I'm going to fast 10 days this year, and then uh, it's Aleph uh, Nisan, and he says in Mincha, I'm going to fast tomorrow, it's one of those 10 days. That's not considered <laughs> the specific kind of neder, even though at Mincha, he did exp- Why? Because in the beginning of the neder, it was done in a more general way. Versus... If in the beginning of the year he said, I'm going to fast every Monday and Thursday, the beginning of the Kabbalah, of the acceptance itself, was done in a specific way, there you're not allowed to exchange. What's the fundamental difference? What's really the difference? Right? What's really the difference between these two cases? So why is that a difference? Why are you allowed to exchange in the first case and not the second case? Okay. Okay, I hear what you're saying. So listen to what Rav Fisher, he brings a Rav Fisher here. I see, excuse me. Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank, he says a pshat like this. The dear shoe, he brings us that you don't have this, but I'll read it to you. He explains the distinction as follows. There's a logical difference. Listen. When you accept a fast, it's like accepting to do a mitzvah. Okay? It's like pledging to give charity. Right, like we actually spoke when we learned the Gemara. It's like pledging to give tzedakah, to give charity. When he accepted originally a particular day, a portion of the vow, a portion of the mitzvah, is the day itself. As opposed to, if he just generally accepts to fast any day. Shuv ein Torah neder mitzvah. It's not a neder mitzvah. Alma shekoveya laachar mikan yom misuyam. Even though later he decides which day it's going to be, that's not a chelik of the mitzvah. So therefore, later you'd be allowed to exchange that because the mitzvah is established with the original acceptance. So if you say a specific day then, that becomes part of the mitzvah. You can't exchange it. As opposed to, if originally you said any day. Later you determine which day that is, but that's not a chilek of the mitzvah. He's not adding a mitzvah when he says it's going to be tomorrow. Because even without this new class, Clarification: He's still chayav in those ten days. Therefore, he's able to change it. So there's this logical difference. The original acceptance is the mitzvah that you're accepting to do on yourself. It's like uh, accepting to give tzedakah. <coughs> in a scenario where the original kabbalah is done with a particular day, that's a chilek of the mitzvah. You can't exchange that anymore. But where you accept in general, I'm going to fast ten days. 
even though later you clarify which day that's going to be, that's not part of the mitzvah. It's just a mere clarification. Therefore, you'd be allowed to exchange that as that wouldn't be breaking the mitzvah. You're still chayav to make it up later and you could actually exchange it. That's the logical difference that Tzvi Pesach Frank makes to distinguish between these two. Good. Okay, now let's look back in the Mishnah Burah. It's Sif Katan Yudbet. So we said in a scenario where he accepts the fast at Mincha and he says, I'm going to fast tomorrow. We said there, it's considered a Tanid Zed. It's a particular acceptance and you can't switch it for another day for these reasons. If he's suffering from his fast, fasted part of the day, he is allowed to exchange even where he says so the Taz holds actually even in this case you're allowed to exchange it so that that, you can exchange any time for it if you say, even if you say exactly but many argue and say that's only when you accept originally in a general way, but if the original acceptance is Yom Zeh, you can't exchange it. So there does seem to be some wiggle room at least in regards to Yom Zeh even, but Shulchan Aruch does not seem to hold that way at least, like the Magen Avraham, etc. Okay. Okay, this is fascinating also. He said in the Ramah, if he says, I'm going to keep every Monday and Thursday of this year, right? So then you can't change it. He said, Monday and Thursday of the entire year. So what about, could he exchange it for a Tuesday and a Friday? What do you think? He's going to do it. It'll just be Tuesday and Friday. It'll do Tuesday and Friday. What do you think? These are Torah days. Those are special days. Let's say it was Tuesday and Friday. Can you change it from Monday and Thursday? Exactly, same question. So there's no relevance. I don't think so. I don't think so. There's something special about that. It could be, but the point is, it's the same as a specific Kabbalah. So you can't. In Chorah, you can't. So let's see what the Mishnah Berah says. It's a unique day. You can't switch it for another day. Now let's say you'll say, you know what, I'm not going to fast every Monday, Thursday this year. I'll fast every Monday, Thursday next year. No. You said this year, that's Dafka. Now, let's say he said, I'm going to fast every Monday, Thursday, Monday, half of the year. But he didn't say which half. Right? Or he said, I'm going to fast every Monday, Thursday of a year. But he didn't say this year. So now, there's wiggle room. That's not like Yom Zeh. He could push it off to the other half of the year. Or push it off to a different year. But to switch it to different days, even in this case, let's say he decided, you know what, I know I, know I accepted to fast Monday, Thursday, but I really want to fast Sunday, Friday. Can go on Aleph, Gimel, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, you can't switch it. Interesting. What Dr. Pomper just pointed out, because maybe those were specific days because they are Yemei Those Monday and Thursday have 
specific uh, qualities of prayers being accepted. So maybe if you accepted Monday, Thursday, you can't exchange it to Tuesday, Friday. But based on that, what would you say if you accepted maybe Tuesday, Friday? Maybe you could exchange it to Monday, Thursday. Somebody made a vow to, to fast Monday, Thursday, Monday. So we could switch it to Thursday, Monday, Thursday. You hear that? Meaning, he accepted I'm going to fast Monday, Thursday, Monday. So we could swap it to Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Why? Why? No, but it's not. He accepted two Mondays and a Thursday. He could swap it to Thursday, Monday, Thursday. So to your point, he, he was intending to take days of Ratzon, days that are specifically powerful with prayer, etc. So therefore, swapping to Thursday, Monday, Thursday is the same idea. That doesn't make it any worse. Beautiful. Okay. Now we're going to skip a little bit. So, so far we understand this chiluk and acceptance. If you accept a fast in a general sense, there is an allowance to change. Again, there has to be a good reason, either a kavod adam gadol, or even maybe mitzta'er, okay, maybe. But you could exchange, loveo porea. But if you accept it originally, again, the original Kabbalah, in a particular sense, you can't. Fine. Now turn, let's turn now. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't have a chance, but does he have to change it at all? If he's sick? Somebody's sick. He said, you know, I really don't feel so good. Um, I can't pass today. Well, it's a sakana. Okay, should he make it up? I don't think so. Sakana or putter? I think, I would imagine. Sakana, I think you're putter. We actually just said we can't exchange public fasters. Oh, you're talking about if it's a private fast. Oh, if it was private fast and he was sick on that day. I don't know, that's an interesting question. Who is sick? So that's an onus. We said if it's an onus. So if he accepted in a particular sense, if he said, I'm going to fast every Monday, Thursday this year, and then on Monday he was sick. I don't know, it's a very interesting question. But you can't make it up either. Well, that's hard because it's Monday, Thursday. Let's say he said, um, he said, I'm going to fast tomorrow, just like that. That was the total Kabbalah. And then the next day he was sick. He was actually sick. Does he have to make up that fast day? That's what you're asking. In the first version. In the first version. Ah, in the first version, the Gemara, Shmuel said, if you could be mitzvah, you do it. If not, you're patur. But we, I don't think we passed him like that. So according to what the doctor's asking, it's a very interesting question. He accepted at Mincha, I'm going to fast tomorrow. But you could sit here if you want. If you said, okay. He accepted at Mincha, I'm going to fast tomorrow. And then that day he was sick. Onus. Total onus. Do the next day or so. No, but he's asking, are you even chayav to make it up? It's, it's a real onus. Right, you don't make up Yom Kippur. No, you have to. You don't make up Yom Kippur if you're sick on Yom Kippur. You don't make up and you have to, to fast. No, if a person sakana, sakana. Of course you don't. So of course you, of course you don't. The point is, what about if it's on a fast? Do you accept it? If, it, if it's pikuach nefesh, 
you don't do it, but the question is, do you have to make it up? The person don't feel good doing the face, but not not all the time there is a sacana. In Tanit Sibur, he is not required to... That gets into a shayla. That's a shayla, right? Let me let me look into that. That's a very interesting question. Because on one hand, I think... But what, what, what Yom Kippur, person sick on Yom Kippur, he can't fast. I don't think there's any concept of making that up. So, this to say it's stronger, maybe it is because you accept it personally. I don't know. That's, let, me, let me look into that. I don't know. All right, now look at the end of Seif Bet Chevra. So, we said over there that some say, oh, Tafkuf Samachet, Seif Bet. But at the end of the Seif, the end, the very end. Over here. So, the end of the Ramah said, some say, that if he accepted a fast on himself and he couldn't finish it, he was pained. He was pain. He's a lot of redeemer with money. He could pay bail and he'd get himself off. But the Ramah said, that's only if he accepted in a general sense. But if he accepted in a particular way, you can't pay your way out. See the Mishnah Berurah? So it's Sif Katan Chaf Gimel, 23, Chaf Gimel. I'm sorry, sorry, Chaf Bet, first Chaf Bet. Sorry, Yesh Omrim, right. So this concept of paying it off is only by a personal fast. But if it's a fast, you see at the end of Sifbet, but if it's a, a fast decreed on the tzibur, lo mahani pidyon, him lo sheitnu kena tzibur. Unless the tzibur decreed, originally they made a condition that someone could pay his way off if he wants to. Apparently that's an option. We said he could pay his way off. Very interesting. Why would you be allowed to use this strategy of paying your way out? Why is that effective to get off of a fast? So the reason is, says the Mishnah Berurah, we look into his head. And we say, probably when he accepted it, he was accepting it that if it would be hard for him, he meant to say, I'd pay my way out and not have to fast. That's what this shita holds. Very interesting. It's like it's like we. It, but it's more than blineder. It's saying, either I'm gonna. We look into his mind and we say he meant to say either I'm gonna fast or if I can't I'll pay, I'll pay. The tanit nechshav letztaka because tanit is like tztaka. And if he gives the money, it's like the, it's like blood money. He's paying off his own body. Yatsa, he fulfills his obligation as well. The Kabbalah is not requiring, it's not basically forcing the person to do a fast. It is, but with the way we're saying, according to this shita, Ramah limits this, but according to this shita that's being quoted here, uh, it's the Rosh, shame the Rivet. According to this shita, you mean to accept in it as like a tenai, as a condition, a condition I could but, pay off. But the question is, where is the gray area ends? Well, we didn't say Mr. Harbe. It's not a black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said Mr. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I guess so. It's funny because on regular fast, public fasting, you don't have this option. Anyways. So it's Staka, the Gemara says already that at the end of a fast day, the mitzvah of the fast is to give tzedakah at the end of the fast day. It's a separate inyan. That's a different dinyan, which is part of the mitzvah of the day is to feel the suffering of the poor man. So at the end of the fast day, you feel the <coughs> suffering. 
that's when giving tzedakah is the most meaningful. Correct. But that's when you're giving tzedakah, you feel his suffering the most, and you give it with the most understanding of his condition. That's the idea there. Okay, now how much money do you have to give? It sounds like a nice thing. What is the measure of the redemption? Okay? So the wealthy man, according to his wealth, <laughs> we look at it as the suffering of departing from your money, of losing your money, is like suffering of the fast. Exactly. So each person, if he's very wealthy, for him $5 doesn't mean anything. And if he's poor, According to the Rush, he quotes the Ravad, he says you could give, oh, so you're saying it might be personality. If he's very stingy, he feels bad, but that's because he has bad midot. That's not because, you know, the etzen. But a rich person, $5 doesn't mean anything. But $100 means something. Some people, it's because nefesh. Because nefesh, exactly. But nefesh is going to die. So the Ramah said, this is This is where he accepted, he can use this leniency to pay it off. Or accepted in general. He didn't designate a particular day when he accepted. But if he did, it's like saying this specific day. So therefore you wouldn't have this ability then to pay your way out. That's the point. Okay, let's stop here. I guess we're going to stop here for now. So bottom line, what are we coming out with today? Very interesting stuff. We're coming out that there's a chiluk, there's a distinction. If a person accepts a fast day in a general sense, meaning he says, I'm going to fast 10 days this year. So then later he says, I'll fast tomorrow. That doesn't change the nature of being a general fast. And you're allowed to exchange it if you need to for whatever we said, a few reasons that are necessary. But if the original Kabbalah was done in a specific way, I'm going to fast. The original Kabbalah was, I'm going to fast tomorrow. That specific, Yom Zeh, Ta'anit Machal, etc. There, you don't have this ability. Some say you can actually exchange it with money. There's such a leniency given. But the Ramah says that's only maybe if it was in a general sense. Even in the scenario of exchanging, the Mishnah Barat told us you should at least fast a little bit more than you're used to fasting on that day. So you're not scot-free. So usually breakfast at 10 o'clock, you should still eat, eat breakfast at 11 o'clock that day. Okay, we're going to stop here. But question, Robert, yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened if a person did a Kabbalah yeah. and he, he remember in the morning, oh, my friend have a Brit. That, that's actually discussed in the Ramah here. We skipped it. Because he's going to Saudat Mitzvah. Mamash, it's discussed. Literally, that case is discussed in the Ramah. And we can take a look at it after. I just, we just skipped it because it wasn't the Gea directly. But Brit Mila is one of those examples. Can you decide about when you say Anenu or not? I, I, I have to get back to you about that. Okay. Okay.